I'm Stephen Adams. This is down to Doug. I'm, I'm miffed and peeved. That's not the words. What do I say? Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm about to dunk. I'm not miffed and peeved. Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm down to dunk. I'm Stephen Adams. I'm not miffed and peed. I am down to dunk. Yo, this is PG and I'm down to dunk. Welcome to Down to Dunk. I'm your host, Andrew Schleck. Uh, I have the rest of the podcast with Michele Barra coming up. He's our regular Monday guest. And we talk about uh, free agency. We definitely get into the Mike Scala stuff, so I'm not going to touch on that now. But after we recorded, maybe a couple hours after, Alex Burks was signed by the Thunder. The Nerlens Noel signing was made official. And so I thought that I would get you guys a little bit of info on, on both of those things, or at least as much as I have at this point. Uh, so Alec Burks, Royce Young, reported that Alec Burks, a 6'6 shooting guard, uh, is going to sign and play for the Oklahoma City Thunder next year. And so uh, Alex, like I said, 6'6 shooting guard. He's 27 years old. He's about to turn 28, so he'll be 28 uh, in this season. And uh, he's a good player. He was in the 2011 draft. He played uh, for the for the Colorado Buffs. Uh, Andre Robertson was a freshman that season, and he was a sophomore that year he was drafted. Yeah, Alec played for Utah for seven seasons uh, before being traded. Uh, and he, the only thing that really sticks out to me when looking at his Utah career is just that he struggled with injuries. You know, he didn't play more than 64 games in his time in Utah, especially in the in the middle there, 27 games, 31 games, 42 games. And so that is definitely the struggle with Alec Burks is that he uh, needs to be healthy. Uh, but since then, 64 games, and then he played with three different teams last year. He played for Utah, he's traded to Cleveland, and then again traded to Sacramento. And so, excuse me, my voice... <laughs> Not doing so hot right now. Um, but anyways, Alec Burks' career is kind of needing a boost. And needing a boost meaning he is probably on his way out of the league in the next few years if things don't go well. And so he's going to be fighting this year to, one, get. I would assume he's going to be on a one-year vet minimum deal. And so... He's made some good money in his career, and I would guess that he is going to be fighting to get another contract because if you're a 6'6 guard that can create your own shot, shoot it from three, play within a team construct, you should probably be making more than the minimum. And partly he's making the minimum because he was on teams that were, he was just kind of hidden and didn't get to play a whole lot. And also the injury stuff is huge. It's big, and it's it's a little scary if you're the Thunder, but I think they've signed Alec Burks to replace the minutes of Alex Abrinas. And Burks is not the shooter that Abrinas is. He's a better creator than what Abrinas was, uh, or at least was becoming. And so uh, I think that's important. I think it's nice to have another guy in the second unit that can go get you a bucket when you need it. 
and a guy that will be motivated to score with the ball in his hands when you know maybe Russell Westbrook doesn't have it that night or something like that. Uh, so I think that he's definitely a player that fills a need for the Thunder. Uh, just looking at his corner three percentages, when he played for Cleveland, he shot 46% from the corners, which is great. And he had years in Utah where he shot in the 40s. Um, he's a little erratic from there, though, because he's as low as 30% one season, as high as 47% in one season. Uh, and so I don't know what kind of season he's going to have with OKC. He's not a pure shooter. He's a guy uh, that relies a lot on getting to the basket to score. He relies on his mid-range to score, and he can hit a spot-up three. And so it's going to be – that will be the most important thing for him is – can he hit spot-up threes with the Thunder? And he and Muscala, not knockdown shooters, not great shooters, but capable shooters, which I think is important. You're not going to find knockdown shooters with the minimum in the NBA. I mean, just go, go look at what guys are making right now that are guards that can really shoot it. They don't make the minimum. I would almost guarantee you that Alec Burks and Mike Muscala are coming to the Thunder on one-year minimum deals, maybe a player option on a second deal similar to Nerlens Noel. And so if you're disappointed that they're not getting these guys that are knockdown shooters, well, the Thunder just don't have the money to spend. And I think that getting, I don't know what, <laughs> the Nerlens stuff is so weird, all of it. Uh, but getting Nerlens back, getting Alec Burks, getting Mike Muscala. They all fill a role. They're all going to be inexpensive. That's a that's pretty close to the best you can do. I know that Wes Matthews went to the Bucks on a minimum, but you know what? He chose to go to the Bucks on a minimum. That's a team he wanted to go play for. He and Robin Lopez have a really good relationship. He's from that area, and that team is going to have a chance to go to the finals. You know, we don't know what Kawhi's going to do yet. If Kawhi leaves, that team could go to the finals. You know, the Western Conference, shoot. I mean, there's, we talked to, McKelly and I talked a little bit about this, but I don't know how you pick what, what team's going to go to the West Finals or to the NBA Finals for the Western Conference. I don't know how you pick that. And right now, the Thunder aren't going to be the team you're going to pick because we don't know about Paul George's health. And that's a huge question mark. And that's another reason why getting a guy like Alec Burks, and I think that they need to get somebody else um, to help fill this need, but they're going to need somebody that can score while Paul is out. Because to me, there's no question that he's going to miss a significant amount of time at the beginning of the season. And I may be wrong about that, but that would that's, that's kind of my hunch, is that he's not going to play for a month or two. And they're going to need somebody that can score it. And that's why having Dennis Schroeder, if he's still on the team, uh, and having Alec Burks, and even having Steven Adams, and having him try to carry the team throughout the you know more than the first quarter, <laughs> it would be nice to feed him the ball and get him to score some buckets. So, you know, I don't know if Steven Adams or Dennis Schroeder are going to be on the team. I don't know if they're tax-saving move is just going to be trading Patrick Patterson into space because he his role is being given to Mike Muscala in my mind. And 
to me, it looks like they have a deal for Patterson at least. And the Noel stuff, I mean, obviously it was reported that he was signing with the Thunder. Then he needed more time, and then he signed the next day. And so that could mean so many things. You could speculate on what it means as much as you want. And I think that you you could be right. You could be wrong. Who knows? It could be that they wanted another year on the deal. It could be that they needed more money. It could be that they have a deal for Steven Adams in place and everything fell apart and then they found it again. I don't know. I don't know of that any of those are true. We don't have the terms of the contract. We don't have any information yet. You'll have to really excuse my voice. I know that it's not sounding wonderful right now. Um, but Nerland's coming back is something I just did not expect. Uh, when the talks came came through, I just thought it made me think about Stephen Adams. It made me think that maybe they think that he could be the replacement for Stephen, which I don't know how comfortable I feel with that in particular. But it made me think about that, that they offered him a bigger role. Because... Like the Lakers, I'm sure, would love to have Nerlens starting at center because there's not a lot of guys out there. I mean, DeMarcus Cousins is still out there. Woj said this morning that there's no market for DeMarcus Cousins right now. Uh, and I don't know if you're the Lakers, if that's what you want to do. I mean, the Boogie and Davis pairing was interesting in New Orleans. Maybe you want to reunite those guys and bring in Boogie on a smaller contract. But uh, I think having a rim-running guy like Nerlens makes sense for that team, and you'd figure that he could get more money elsewhere. Cause, and if the, and also if the Thunder are using any of their taxpayer MLE, any or all of it, I mean, there's a chance to use all of it. it makes around five million bucks. You're gonna pay thirty million dollars to the centers on your team. I mean, I just have a hard time believing that. And also, really closer to forty because Jeremy Grant's gonna spend time there. He's going to play. He played center. And so you're paying $40 million of your salary cap for that position. I just don't I just don't see it. I just don't see it. And so maybe they do it. Maybe that's what they do. And they save money elsewhere. Maybe they deal Andre uh, into space with some kind of compensation. Maybe they do the same with Patterson. And then they feel... Like they've saved enough money and gotten enough relief and they go into the season with these big guys. And that's a possibility. Uh, We also have to know Mike Muscala can play center some. And so they've got a lot of guys that can play that position. And that doesn't mean Steven's gone. I don't want him to trade Steven. Steven's a good player. If they can get a wing, though, uh, that can play. We talked about Gordon Hayward. If Hayward... If there's indications that Hayward is going to be better this year, that he's finally feeling good, feeling healthy, like that's the kind of guy that can help fill the gap for Paul George while he's out and then slide over to the four, slide over, slide Paul over to the two, and you're just play this jumbo lineup. I mean, like those are the things that you could do. And then you're closing with Jeremy at center, Hayward at the four, Paul at the three. And then you can play Burks, you could play Ferguson. I mean, they're pretty. It's a pretty versatile lineup with him there. Uh, but you're entrusting a lot to Nerlens Noel at that point, and I don't know if the Thunder are ready to do that. 
Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. I don't know. I think we'll learn a lot whenever the terms are released and, you know, what happens with Patterson. Patterson's had some pretty cryptic Instagram posts and Twitter posts lately, so uh, that remains interesting as well. Uh, I'll stop there. We'll talk more about it on Wednesday with Alex and get his thoughts on everything as well. Uh, Thanks for listening, and here's the rest of the podcast. Welcome to Down to Dunk. I'm your host, Andrew Schlecht. We're part of CLNS Media, DailyThunder.com, featured on Dash Radio at 5 o'clock Central Time on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And with me today is my good friend, Michele Barra. Michele, what's up? Hey, we had like a crazy, crazy day. I mean, free agency started at what 5 p.m. OKC time, and news yeah. started around 11, I would say. It was a crazy day yesterday. Like, it was. I uh, was out of cell phone reception for most of that time, and so I like had to play catch up at like midnight last night. Uh, and I feel like I'm kind of caught up, but like the news just keeps flooding in. Uh, we can. There's just no way. So I don't have a lot of time right now. My day is my work day is crazy today, and McKelly's is as well. And so I don't have a lot of time to touch on like every single thing that happened, but. We're going to talk about the Thunder situation currently. Then we're going to address the Kevin Durant-Kyrie Irving signings, probably get to the Sixers, and that may be it. So, Alex and I will break down as much as we can on Wednesday, too. Uh, But first of all, the Thunder haven't done a lot. It's been a weird free agency for the Thunder so far Mm -hmm. in that... The first signing that was reported was Nerlens Noel, which is like, huh, really? <laughs> like that's like my first thought. Like that, that's cool. Uh, I just didn't think that would happen. And then like maybe it didn't happen because Woj is now then reported hours later that he is having second thoughts, and I don't know what that means. And he had the Instagram story where he had the question marks after the report dropped. It's like, what's that supposed to be reported? Is like, is Woj, like, you know, sending out a nice tweet that says, like, yeah, he really is not going to play for the Thunder. Like, I don't know what to think about it. Uh, what are your What are your thoughts? Well, I don't know. Maybe Woj just like missed on that uh it seems unlikely so probably something happened behind the scenes or maybe okc and noel were indeed in talks uh, but nothing serious i mean reports are hard like you hear whispers like we we discussed the Kyrie deal privately, uh, I would say a month ago, because uh, we had like reports that something was linking Kyrie to Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. But then you don't say anything because Kyrie is a weirdo and maybe like <laughs> the first day of free agency changes his mind. So you never know. And maybe maybe Boch just just put out there something that was not 100 percent sure or like like it can happen, uh, maybe Noel changes mind, or maybe a third uh, scenario that pop up to my mind. Like yesterday when I was reading the news, uh, maybe okay, he had a trade for Stephen Adams lined up. Uh, it didn't went through, and maybe Noel was up to stay in OKC if he was the de facto starter, mm-hmm. and without that deal going through. Uh, he wasn't willing to stay for for cheap money. So 
it, it may be like a multiple things. Um, I'm not sure if like keeping Noel as a second string center is actually feasible uh, money-wise. I don't yeah. think it's the best allocation of money. Uh, but um, if Steve's, if Steve goes elsewhere and you need the starting center that knows uh, knows OKC, knows build a system, then Noel is surely a good option. Um, the fact that we didn't see him signing anywhere else as of today uh, maybe goes into that direction. But again, we have like very very little information. Yeah, it's a it's super weird, <laughs> you know. And you're yeah. right. There's layers to it. You know, there's got to be layers to it, because the my first thought was, oh, if they're bringing back Nerlens, he probably has an assurance that he's going to have a bigger role, because mm-hmm. I, I I didn't think that they played him as much as maybe even they should have during the season, yeah. and you know I, I don't really I didn't really see reasons why he should come back, but if they're like, hey, we'll give you the taxpayer MLE, mm-hmm. you know. And you can come back and start for this team after we trade Steven. Like you said, maybe they have a trade in place. Maybe they're still exploring those things. I don't know. Um, but we'll find out. Like, we'll find out in the next few days. Or even, yeah. like, you could. You may already know. Like, you may have downloaded the show and the news is already broken. Things are happening fast. Uh, another thing, the, the Thunder signed Mike Muscala. Uh, we don't have the details. I assume it's a minimum contract. Yeah. Um, Sam Presti flew to Minnesota to meet with him, which is like, <laughs> I mean, okay, that's that's cool, like cool story, bro. But <laughs> man, that's the guy. Like that's the guy you fly out to see. Like that's <laughs> like that kind of worries me for the rest of Thunder free agency. Because like you oh, who want- knows? Maybe he had other business in in Minnesota, which is as I sh- scary. I sure as- sure hope so. I sure uh, well, hope so. I don't know if I hope so. Like Minnesota has some scary players, like Robert Covington. Oh no, no, that's that's a great player to trade for. I, I yeah, was, I, I was thinking Wiggins or. Oh shoot! No, uh, no, no. Yeah, no, no. yeah. That's yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I hope that he had other business there because if that is. Your only objective, like Mike Mascal is a fine minimum vet to have on your team. Like that's, that's fine. That's, that's could be helpful in spots. Like I'm not like trying to insult Mike Mascala, but if, if that's where you are at midnight, maybe the Thunder plan to improve in other ways is my thought, you know, that they're not going to be using free agency as their tool or they know that like, Maybe some of their other targets have said, you know what, great, I'd love to have a sit-down talk with you, but I need to wait till the dust settles. And so, like, those things could be true, but still, it, like, the more I think about it, the more it just sits kind of wrong with me that Sam Presti flew to Minneapolis to meet with Mike Muscala as if, like, we've got to get this guy. Like, Mike Muscala could help you in some games, I don't think that he helps you like win more games necessarily. Like maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. He's not like gonna change the fortunes of the Thunder franchise. And it just it's kind of strange with me that that's the guy, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, it makes sense. I mean, it's a, um, it's a guy that will 
probably bring stability uh, at that role. I I don't know if he's really better than than Tupat. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, he's a 34% shooter from last season from three. Um, Pat Pat was a bit better, I think. Uh, so I don't know. He he gives you some kind of versatility at the four or five spots. So he can play both positions. And you can argue that if you have a good team and you have Muscala as your stretch five, um, and you have maybe a couple of good defenders on the wings, like OKC okay, so can have, then maybe... He he is someone that you can play, and maybe he like he will fit into what Donovan wants to do. That that, uh, uh, but 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 surely if your fortune as a team uh, relies on having or not having Muscala, you are not in a good place. And to be completely fair with you, when last season I saw the trade. Uh, with Mike Muscala, I was pretty disappointed, and I was so happy when it switched to uh, TLC because at least he, he was a prospect, um, yeah. a prospect uh, that quickly become a disaster. But like, I don't know. Um, it's surely not an exciting signing, uh, but it's a solid one. We we want to stretch five and he can play as a stretch five. Um, is he the best on the market? No. Uh, can you think? Uh, of a guy that is better than him for the same money i don't know <laughs> like uh, again stretch five as much as wings these are players that you don't find under rocks uh mm-hmm. even if presti wants to search under rocks so you don't find them and if you find one for the minimum then you already have something uh brooke lopez took like 12 millions so if you yeah. want a good player it can really stretch the floor for you, then you need to pay much more than a minimum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no question about that. He's a guy. It happened. It's, yeah. It's it's not... I mean, to me, it just shows that like they're, the Patrick Patterson era is over in Oklahoma City. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I, 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 I think so. But maybe they won't... Like, more guys that aren't that good? Like, maybe they want uh, more of those more guys. More guys that can hit a shot, like, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's just such a... I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, to me, if you're if that's the exchange you're making, that's fine. If you're yeah. wanting to play both of those guys, then I'm just like, uh, I don't know. Like, there's not even enough room to play both of them. You know, you've got Jeremy, who's going to take a ton of minutes. You know, I don't know what they're going to do with Steven. Nerlens yeah. is like, a, I mean, like, there's not enough minutes. You know what no, I mean? No, I mean, clearly, clearly. Uh, my point is maybe you don't keep uh, Nerlens and you have, like, yeah. Grant, Muscala, Patterson, and Adams. Uh, yeah. It's not great. It stinks uh, to be uh, t- <laughs> <laughs> to be precise. But anyway. Um, yeah, I, we're, I, we're, we're operating with a lot of, incomplete information right now yeah and things can change pretty quickly i mean Enes Kanter yeah. just signed a deal with the celtics uh even if there were there were like very little rumors um that linked him there uh, yeah so who knows maybe something works out for kc and if you get like a good wi- good veteran wing and muscala that's that's fine yeah like that's fine it's not it's not world changing but it's fine uh okay, Kevin Durant 
signed with the Brooklyn Nets along with Kyrie Irving. It happened. It was like one of the first things to drop yesterday. Uh, what are your thoughts just on that situation for for KD and Kyrie? Uh, well, again, it was kind of expected. Uh, I mean, yeah. uh, with Golden State offering two $221 millions, uh, it became a little bit uncertain uh, at the end of, uh, like, before before Sunday. But the rumors were there. I mean, um, Kyrie was linked to Brooklyn uh, several times. And the fact that the two weirdos are friends uh, actually made a difference. So they, they really wanted to play together. And... Clearly, it's not the Knicks. Like, if you can right. choose, if you want to go to Brooklyn, where you have Karis LeVert, Jared Hallen, you have uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, you have Joe Harris, you have players, like real human beings that can play basketball with a solid front office, uh, a good general manager, a good coach, uh, of course you choose Brooklyn. And to be honest with you, I, I think it's good for the league to have some talent uh, in Karis staying east and Kevin Durant deciding to go west, uh, to go east. Um, so, regarding to his choice, I mean, after the finals, I mean, there were very little chances that he could stay there. Uh, the situation was probably uh, terrible uh, between him and the staff. Like the Achilles deteriorated, whatever uh, it was left, probably. And I think it was kind of. Uh, in his uh, character to to go there, like or rumor, like writing pieces, uh, whatever articles. Yes, this is the word. Articles already um, written about how uh, not uh, loved enough he was in, in Golden State. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just KD uh, all over the place. He, I, I hope he finds happiness uh, somewhere because clearly Golden State didn't uh, brought him that. So. Yeah. Uh, it's, I don't know about the happiness thing. I think that he, to me, he's surrounded himself with people that are helping generate this kind of unhappiness around him. And it's, I mean, if, if you're looking for the source of all that information, I mean, I think you can look at his brother, you know, mm-hmm. who's like yeah. present all the time, talking to people all the time. You know, putting stuff on Instagram. It, I mean, it's just kind of, I feel a little bit bad for Kevin in a way, but, you know, it's fine. Like, go play with Kyrie. It's going to it's gonna be a weird situation with him not playing for a full season. And then when, mm-hmm. you come, when you come back for your first year, like, you're not back at 100%. Like, it's pretty rare that that happens. Um, so, I... <laughs> I think it's obviously great for the Nets, for mm-hmm. like Kevin personally. I hope you're right. I hope he can find happiness. I have my doubts. Um, yeah, you know, because he's I had he's had a situation where everybody loved him, and yeah. it was going to be really hard to get a championship. It couldn't win with those cats. So. Couldn't win with those cats, <laughs> and then he had a situation where he was winning everything, and he just chose to be unhappy. I mean, honestly, like, that's a choice up there, you know? Yeah. If you're going to let all that stuff bother you. And if he if he just would say stuff like, I don't care. We're going to crush everybody. I don't care what you yeah. guys say about it. If those are the things he said. Do you remember said, the shoes? How weird the shoes were? What, which shoes? Uh, 
he probably after the first season, he he had like an Instagram post with some kind of shoes where he is he mocked the cupcake thing. Yeah. And said and wrote words like now I'm revenge like this is my revenge, something like that, something crazy after the first title that showed how unhappy he was and he was trying to show everyone that he was happy, but he wasn't. Oh, and yeah, or yeah, the, yeah. The, the podcast with, with CJ McCollum that was incredibly weird. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, man. Just just enjoy. Like you're happy, fine. We can it's fine. And, and it wasn't. It wasn't for him. Yeah. Uh, enough, Dur- enough, KD. Like I, I loved like a couple of signings. Uh, enough, way enough more KD. Than KD. Well, we got to yeah, talk enough. about the signing trade, like the double signing trade too. Yeah, so many signing trades. Like everyone is signing trade. Everyone to to everyone. What do you like, think about the, What do you think about Golden State getting D'Angelo Russell? Yeah, I mean. It's a weird fit, to be sure. Like uh, he he's not the prototypical guy that you want to put um, alongside uh, Clay and Steph. But I mean, if Golden State signs a guy like Noel or someone like that that plays the center, and you have Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, and that defensive-minded center, who cares? Mm-hmm. I mean, you have three creators, you have three good like a good enough shooter and two incredible shooters. They will make it work if mm-hmm. he stays there. That I don't know. I mean, there are reports that linked many times um, D'Angelo Russell to Minnesota. Probably Minnesota didn't have anything that Brooklyn wanted. And you cannot really do a three-team trade in that scenario, probably. So it's it's tough. Maybe D'Angelo Russell will be moved again. We don't know. But if he stays, I mean, it's not ideal, but it's not bad. Yeah. I mean, they get some value. And people are like super mad about Kevin like helping out the Golden State Warriors. I mean, that's a it's a win win for everybody because like they weren't going to keep D'Angelo Russell anyways, and so yeah, it's probably Kevin's like whatever you have to do. Like, don't take talent off my team, but if you can take if you can do that deal, fine. Like, I don't care. You know, I don't think that was a let me help you guys out because I just feel so bad about leaving. No, he. He didn't take talent off the nets, you know. No, but but like, it's not that as a player you have to do anything with the way you sign to another team. Like, yeah. it's not that Kevin didn't do this for OKC. It's that OKC had no interest in bringing back um, Harrison Barnes. Right. That is what what happened because if OKC calls Golden State and says, "Well, can you can you?" Can you give me? Well, it was late, so that that part probably um, is on KD. The fact that he had to take all those meetings and basically OKC was stuck for five days, that played a part. Uh, but I think that if Presti wanted to to build a sign and trade, it, like you could do it. Um, maybe you you do a sign and trade with Dallas. I don't know something. You, you it, it's not about KD. It's not up to KD to decide if it is a signing trade or not. Uh, It's about two teams. You know that um, KD is going to sign to Brooklyn and then Golden State calls and says, well, can you, I'll give you an asset. Can you give me D'Angelo Russell? That -hmm. is what happened. Right. And like Brooklyn was was losing, as you said, D'Angelo Russell no matter what. And so why not taking an extra first round pick um, out of of his restricted free agency? 
Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's right. Uh okay. What else? What other what other signings stuck out to you? I've got maybe about five, ten minutes. Um I really like what Indiana did. Yeah. With Brockton and anyway with our guy Jeremy Lamb. Mm-hmm. Um I think those are uh, am I mistaken? Both go went to Indiana, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. Uh, I loved both signings. Uh, Broadden was kind of cheaper than what I thought, and Lamp was pretty in line with what I was thinking. But getting both um, with the team that they are constructing, I think it's it's a good get. I was a re- I was really surprised that Phoenix didn't try hard enough to to bring Broadden. Uh, yeah. Or maybe he didn't have any interest in that uh, in in going there. But like, no rumors about. Phoenix trying to offer something for him was a bit, little bit strange. And the other deal that I really loved is JJ Redick to to the Pelicans. That is something um, that well, Griffin is killing it uh, so far. But that signing would be extremely important. Mm-hmm. Alongside with the Italian one, like Nicolò Melli. Yeah, tell, tell me about him. I don't know anything about him. Yeah, I mean, he he is a he will play the four. Um, I saw him playing the first time when he was 17 in the second Italian league here uh, in my hometown. And he was talked to be like the greatest talent after Danilo Gallinari. He's three years younger than him. And then basically his development stopped around 2021. So his growth as a talent kind of stopped. And... And then he had to reinvent himself as a four. He was a three before. He's a shooter. He's a very smart player. Uh, he can pass. He can dribble a little bit, not really at the NBA level. But he was the one of the best players in EuroLeague. Uh, now he's mature. He's a consummate pro. He always worked on his shooting, on conditioning. He's, he's really a true pro. I don't know how many minutes he will play, but surely I'm happy that he got a contract in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's better than Muscala, that I can say. <laughs> oh, shoot. Uh, yeah, the Pelicans are super duper interesting with Favors yeah. and Reddick and obviously of Zion. I mean, that's it's a huge summer for them. It's a huge summer for them. And that team is going to be good. Like, And then I think you just look at the Western Conference and you're like, is there a bad team in the west like memphis will be bad phoenix will be bad that's it minnesota will be bad i mean they're not gonna be they're they're gonna they're not gonna be bad bad though like that's not like a bad team like they're quite quite bad they're one of the worst teams in the in the west but that's not like a traditional bad nba team no you're right Um, i mean dallas (laughs) denver golden state houston clippers lakers well, the Clippers, I don't know. They're going to be they're bad. Going they're going to be scrappy. No, they're going to be scrappy. This is, yeah, I mean, sure. New Orleans, well, Portland, OKC, Portland. Portland decided to trade for Sam Whiteside. Yeah, what? What is happening there? And then what is happening with people tweeting about how it vaults them into contention? Like, what? What are we? What is going on here? I don't understand. I don't know. Maybe we missed out on a couple of things from the heat. I don't know. I mean, it, it is a risky signing for me. Like, why are you? Why do you want to t- 
to play with your chemistry and yeah. bringing so like it's it's almost like what OKC did with with Keith. Like, why do we want to really play with your chemistry? You have a fine team, team that is happy. Why do you want to bring a guy like Whiteside? I I don't know. I really don't know, and I don't know who plays the four for them now. I mean, they'll have to find they somebody. They will play with four wings and a center. Yeah, but like none of those guys are big enough. Like they don't. Like they're gonna Col- play. They will play with Collins. Yeah, they'll play with Collins. By the way, <laughs> the Knicks. The Knicks are so incredibly sad. Oh my goodness, it's not a good situation. No. They just keep signing guys. Like I just keep looking at my phone and getting, uh, getting updates, and it's like, oh, the Knicks signed Alfred Payton. They signed who? They said Alfred Payton? Like why? They paid him eight million dollars? Why? Yeah. Like they why are, are these trying things to ha- get value? Like they are trying to, 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 to sign two year deals so that they don't play too much with their with their future. Yeah. They try to, to have guys that are better during the season. So maybe Randall will put up big numbers and someone will get him. Uh, or he can be a part of a package that you can then uh, used to sign someone to get someone it's it's risky but say that cat uh in year not this year but next year says well i'm out of it like Minnesota yeah. is bad you have salary um enough and you have basically no commitment to the fu- for the future because they are like two-year deals and you can you you need big salaries to to play uh, at the trade deadline. So that's the only thing that I see as a positive. And they are surrounding RJ Barrett and uh, with with mature talent. So pros like like Taj Gibson, like um, I don't know. It's it's not the end of the world, but it's sad that they uh, they really went for it and they came up with Taj Gibson, which is yeah. an extremely good veteran, but. Still, Tash Gibson. That, that's where that, this is not the smart way to do it to me, though. This is where you go to Golden State and say, "Hey, we'll take Andre Iguodala and we'll take those two first-round picks." Like, no sweat, you know? Yeah. Instead, yeah, I don't know why they didn't. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I I don't like it. I don't love it. I don't love that team. I don't get the Hassan Whiteside thing at all. Uh, it's a test of their culture to take him on. You deal Harkless, who's like, Harkless isn't the best player. Um, but he's a guy that helped, you know? He's a wing. He's a wing. You don't trade a wing for a center unless you are you have a clear upgrade. I had, like, fans, Miami Heat fans in my uh, in one of my basketball chat. Uh, Lorenzo was is one of them, by the way, who is basically singing... Uh, uh, like in happiness for for this trade, <laughs> and like even if I, and, and he said like even even if I took like Myers Leonard, which is not a great player, I don't care. I thought he ha- we had to get two first round picks to get rid of him. Yeah, and you get like two serviceable player like Myers Leonard playing the playoffs. He wasn't great, but he wasn't awful. He had a great game. He had one great yeah. game. That yeah. happened. Yeah, yeah, I saw that game. Uh man, I don't know. It's that's a weird that's a weird thing, and I just don't get the takes that like Neil O'Shea has just hit this one out of the park. I don't get that. Yeah. Me so. neither. But 
<laughs> but at least at least we'll have uh, a more interesting um well still an interesting playoff picture in the east with Kemba going to Boston and um, yeah. like there is a there is a lot of talent i don't understand completely the signing of uh, Al Holford uh, he's a great player but they paid him a lot uh, for mm-hmm. reason that goes behind my comprehension the the big the, the, be- the best explanation is maybe well who guarded and beat the best in, in among all the centers in the Eastern Conference? Al offer. Then let's get him so that he cannot guard uh, Embiid coming playoffs time. That's the only explanation they have. And he's good. Like he helps your team. Yeah, no, he's good. I'm kidding. But yeah, like- <laughs> it's 10 million is is a huge, huge number for him at 33. Oh, it's a huge. Yeah, I mean they're paying him a lot. I mean they probably had to to get him. You know, I mean. Yeah, but why, why do we want to 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 pay as much to get him, I don't know. Like sign Marcus Morris mm-hmm. or half the the figure. I probably are a better team. I don't know. Probably you can play your best lineup more often. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. I don't know. It's some. Maybe, maybe. It's it's a little yeah. bit of Embiid insurance too. So yeah, like sure. Give Embiid sure. some more rest. And it's yeah. a load management. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, anyways, that's about all the time I've got. I know there's like a billion things happening in the NBA. No, you're already going. Um, I've got to go. Um, <laughs> yeah, me too. But uh, Alex and I will break more of this stuff down for the show. I think we're not recording it until Wednesday night, so look for it to drop Thursday morning, and then we'll have the fry pod. Sorry things are a little bit off schedule this week, uh, but we'll try to get these to you as soon as I can. I uh, hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you guys again. Uh, sometime on Wednesday night.